Hey everybody, it's the uh, episode 15 <laughs> of the show report. I'm Ian Clark, I'm a uh, constable with Soggy Shores Police. And I'm Lisa Billing, the recreation supervisor here at the town of Soggy Shores, and a third time well, guest. Well, uh, is this a takeover? I'm, 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 I'm concerned. I feel like maybe we've been taken over on the show report. <laughs> What's happening here? I'm Jessica Linthorn. I'm Jay Paz. And it's our show, Jay. And, yes, no, and we're going to use an Ian show report. We'll have a we'll have a bike, some sort of bike competition to determine who's the host. Of Rock the show. paper scissors. Okay. Spice uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, so today's a little bit, uh, little bit we're, we've got some important messages to get across, but we're really uh, scrambling, I guess. Maybe we can uh, redo that part, but uh, we're, <laughs> we're talking about bike safety, making uh, Soggy Shores a bike-friendly community, and uh, I guess some other small announcements uh, as we rules get through the, the show. Road. Yeah, rules of the road, other, other yeah, good information. But for sure. before we get going, before we get going, I uh, wonder if we can each share sort of a bike story that we have, what bike you own and... I guess, whatever else okay. you want to share. Do you want me to start? Yeah, you start. Okay. I have a mountain bike parked at home, which I bought from Martin's Bike Shop locally in Southampton. If you have questions, you should go check them out. Um, just threw that one right in there, eh? I No, my bike's not dusty. No, I have okay. a mountain bike, and I love riding on trails. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> go ahead. Ian, you're up. All right. Uh, I'm a constable at Sucking Shores Police. Uh, I also like mountain biking. Road biking's not my thing, even though I've, I've done it. Uh, so yeah, any of the trails are, are good. Yeah, I guess I have a hybrid road mountain bike and I got it when I was uh, living in Toronto. The idea was I was going to try to commute to work. So I did it one day. I got so scared, I put it away. I never <laughs> took it out again and now I just ride with my family. I mostly uh, quiet street and that, riding. And I have a bright purple cruiser bike and my favorite way to ride is along the North Shore Trail between Port Elgin and Southampton. Lovely. Sweet. Do you have a basket? I do have a basket oh and gosh. it is removable so that I can Excellent. bring it into shops wherever I'm going. It's very convenient. Fantastic. Also from Martins. Absolutely. Great. And active transportation. You can go get your groceries. <clears throat> Absolutely. There Put Toto in it. There you go. You could. I could. <laughs> awesome. So we're going to talk about a few different things. So we have Constable Ian Clark in the room and Lisa Belling, our recreation supervisor, and they're going to talk to us about a couple different cycling initiatives. Um, Jay, I don't know if you remember, we talked about Ontario by bike recently. We did. Mm-hmm. So and that was more um, tourism initiative. Like that was, you know, small businesses and how businesses can be bike friendly. But today we're going to talk about share the road uh, and being bike friendly as a community. So this is specific to Saugeen Shores and a really exciting opportunity for the municipality. So and it's important to do it now as the weather's getting warmer, more people will be out on the bike, especially young children. And uh, so I know better timing than the spring. Yeah, for sure. And I think uh, maybe we'll start the conversation off with Ian talking around about safety because you know when we yeah the weather is getting nicer and we need to be aware of more people on the road little people out on their bikes and and adults too so yeah Ian welcome to the show thanks for coming back this is your Thank second you. yeah, your second I'm, appearance I'm experienced no rookie anymore <laughs> there we go <laughs> so um, what uh, <laughs> I guess just off the hop what's what are a couple of like common misconceptions when it comes to cycling on the road or what are some of those really basic rules that you should remind us about well, just to kind of throw out uh, some definitions so everybody's aware. Um, when it comes to like a highway, um, it's a, a public highway. So it's any street, um, any avenues, um, sometimes a laneway, uh, say in Southampton. So it's not just Highway 21 in between Port and South kind of thing. It's not the 401 kind of thing. It's any roadway. Uh, we'll be talking about crosswalks or crossovers. Uh, there's similarities. Um, in, in both of them, but basically walk between the lines, and, and I, I mean walk between the lines. And then a vehicle, 
uh, when riding a bike, you're actually a, uh, a muscle-bound vehicle. So make sure that you're aware that uh, you still have to abide by the rules of, of the roadway or the, the HTA, as I, I say it. And I think that that is just a common, you know, misconception and, and cyclists and drivers of, of vehicles, automobiles as well, that cyclists do need to act like cars, right? Is that a safe thing to say? That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, some of, some of the rules, um, equipment-wise, uh, on a bicycle, it might actually sound kind of funny or silly. Um, and most people aren't even aware that uh, some of the rules or equipment should be on your bike. Um, just to spell them out real quick, like you're supposed to have a, a horn or a bell to notify people when you're behind them, just like a, a vehicle or a car. Uh, a light on the front and a light or a reflector on the back, which actually it's supposed to be white in the front and red in the, in the back. So it's pretty relevant when it comes to a, being similar to a vehicle. Uh, brakes that work so you're not skidding around. Um, <clears throat> Then, of course, you wear a helmet. Uh, there is exceptions when you're over the age of 18. Is you, it, what, like, is your head just totally safe when you're over 18? Because I know I well, am far over 18, and I wear my helmet all the time. You want to <laughs> make sure that that uh, brain is still working. And But, of course, I mean, if uh, an 18-year-old or a 17-year-old wears, wears a helmet, uh, as an example, you can actually be charged for it. If uh, you're 16 and below, your parents will be basically charged with you not wearing because they permitted you to not wear a helmet. Um, I mean, I, I can go on and on. Uh, don't ride your bike through a, a crosswalk because ultimately, if uh, if you're riding your bike and someone says say drive through the uh, the crosswalk, you're ultimately going to be injured. Um, and you know, speed of a vehicle and speed of a, a car or a, a bicycle. I mean. A lot of what ifs there. You always uh, are supposed to use your signaling uh, device slash your arm, which is always your left arm when you're riding a bike. And don't hold on to any vehicles. Um, as one of my great examples are, don't be a Marty McFly from Back to the Future and you know transport yourself around town by uh, by vehicle or yeah by vehicle. I may have done this when I was younger in the '90s, um, you know, to age myself. Um, but you can't double ride, so don't jump on your buddy's. Uh, Oh, I remember um, doing that. Handlebars. And <laughs> I was never good at it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unsafe, and now it's against the law. So. And these are Ontario-wide They're laws. On. So, yeah. Are yep. there any then special that are just to sogging shores? Uh, there is, actually. There's a couple of bylaws, um, and, and I see it all the time. Um, when you're riding your bike uh, on the sidewalk, <clears throat> obviously, police and sogging shores have discretion. Um, if it's... You know, a very young person, say, training wheels, of course, I think that's the safest place to be is on a sidewalk um, with a parent or whatever it be. But if you're 15 or 25 or 55, you should be on the roadway. Um, it's the safest location because there's pedestrians walking on the sidewalk. So, um, And something that I actually learned because uh, I did some homework was uh, a bylaw in sidewalk stores is you can't take part in a game or sport. So... Uh, you're not supposed to catwalk on a roadway um, or race your, your buddy down the roadway at, at top speeds because you, you don't know if you're going to either wipe out from a catwalk and hit a vehicle um, or racing, go through a stop sign and uh, ultimately get injured as well. So those tricks are for and those games are saved for the track like our BMX track Absolutely. right here. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, and I guess too, you know, like it's it just makes sense if you're racing and goofing around on a street and then you're not likely signaling and you're not likely just 
being involved in the safest choices and behavior. Um, Lisa, you and I yesterday were talking about that uh, stencil. Remember we? Yes, so we the, were. Yeah, so the municipality last year, the last couple of years, we've ordered a stencil that says walk your wheels. Is that walk, correct? Yeah, we have a walk your wheel stencil. So we like to use that stencil to uh, just put some friendly reminders down on, particularly along the um, Southampton waterfront where the path goes along the uh, the beach between the flag and Jerry's fries, just to remind uh, individuals that that area is not, you're not supposed to be riding your bike on that path. It is for pedestrians and you can, you're more than welcome to walk your bike, but we will be getting those stencils back out um, and drawn up before things really get started this spring. Yeah, and I think that they had them uh, stenciled on uh, downtown Port Elgin on the sidewalk too, because again, like Ian just mentioned, you know, that's the sidewalks are for pedestrians to walk on so correct walk yeah. your wheels and walk yeah, your wheels keep everybody and, re- safe. and respect that because yeah. pedestrians are also respecting the cyclists so we just ask that everyone respect each other and we can all coexist together yeah for sure so I don't have a bell on my bike is that like a ticketable offense yep you, you could be charged um I don't know the, the charge exactly but it, uh, let's say it's around eighty dollars probably so sixty five dollars plus I could get a bike for or sorry I could get a bell for my bike far cheaper than what a ticket would be. Absolutely. A dollar store, Canadian Tire, Home Hardware, a bike store, Martins. Um, you spend $5 to $10, it'll save you save you in the, the future. And there you know you what? It could save, save you from getting injured in the future as well. Yeah, for sure. Plus, it's fun to ring your bell on your bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is. That There's is true. There's a song for that. <laughs> That's awesome. So... I guess, Ian, is there other information that you want to share with us in regards to, like, what happens? Like, if there is an accident between a vehicle and a cyclist, and maybe the cyclist is at fault, like, is this ultimately, what does that look like? So, I've been talking about, like, charges all the time. We're not always out to, uh, I mean, a lot of people may uh, have their their beliefs of police being evil and charging everybody, but uh, we have a small community, we live in the community, we're working with you. We're looking for people to be safe and helping other people out. Um, everything I've said are our charges, and uh, what I'm about to say, they are chargeable offenses, but we're hoping that it's just more common sense and, and you assist. So, um, like, failing to remain at a, at a collision or an accident, um, that's a chargeable offense. If you leave, say you are riding your bike along the roadway and you hit someone's mirror and it comes cleanly off, um, you should stand by, wait for either the owner of the vehicle or try to report it. Um, render assistance. What if someone's injured? If you ran into them, just don't take off. Um, and any other property damage. So report the damage that uh, that you've completed, because if someone else watches or witnesses what occurs, uh, you could get yourself in trouble. So it's better to be a good citizen than trying to evade. Mm-hmm. Um, charges or anything yeah be be responsible exactly. essentially yeah yeah no that makes sense all right lisa if we can do a, a, an abrupt segue <laughs> we've got we've got a an interesting um it's actually been sort of a, a program the town is so slow slowly implementing where we've had an ontario by bike workshop and we had talked about this on a previous podcast and now we're having a bike friendly workshop uh, a couple sessions. Can you sort of introduce the yeah, what that is? Yeah, definitely. So actually what Ian was talking about does tie into uh, the work that we're going to be doing to work um, on our application to become a bicycle-friendly community. So the bicycle-friendly community uh, program is a program that is um, offered and uh, managed by the Share the Road Cycling Coalition. Um, and through that program, there's 
uh, an application process that communities go through to receive a designation uh, to become uh, certified as bicycle friendly. And there's a number of criteria uh, that go into that application and a number of components, one of which is enforcement and another that is education. And those pieces are, uh, you know, educating people around bicycle safety, um, ensuring that they know how to safely cycle, what the rules of the road are, um, those types of things, and that they have the confidence to ride safely as well in their communities. So, you know, we, we're not bicycle friendly if people don't feel like they're safe on their mm -hmm. bicycles. Um, and then, of course, um, in, enforcing those rules, too, so that cyclists understand that, you know, those that are um, monitoring the community are actually are watching out uh, and ensuring that everyone is obeying the, the laws that are in place. Um, so as part of that program, so I've talked about the two pieces, the education and enforcement, but there are in fact five E's that make up uh, the program and that uh, when we are spinning our application, we'll have to consider. Um, and the other three are engineering, which looks at our physical infrastructure. So, you know, do we have bike lanes? Um, what kind of hardware do we have to support cycling? Are there uh, secure bike racks, bike facilities, um, stations to repair your bike if you're, you know, out on a trail? What kind of amenities do we have um, in terms of engineering? Um, there's also encouragement, so uh, that looks at different kinds of incentives and promotions and opportunities that we uh, put in place within the community, whether it's through the municipality or through other cycling groups or um, uh, organizations within the community that want to inspire people and enable them to ride their bikes. So uh, those could be things um, like a bike rodeo, uh, which kind of fits into education and encouragement where, where we're encouraging people to come out, um, to enjoy and and participate in cycling, but we're also uh, educating them about some of the safety things and, you know, how to manage their bike. Um, and those, it would also include things like a bike to bike to work campaign or bike to school campaign. So that is a big piece of the component as well. Uh, and then there's also evaluation and planning. So how are we demonstrating a commitment um, to measuring the results of the work that the municipality is doing and then how we're planning for the future. So where do we want cycling to go in our community? All of those are considered as part of the application process. Um, and we are excited to be starting um, really the first piece of it following the Ontario by Bike Workshop, which is our um, bicycle friendly community workshop coming up on May 10th. Awesome. And um, I just to go back, that was a lot of information, but it, it all makes a lot of sense. And and I know my experience with learning about Share the Road as well, and, and you just touched on it, is it's not just about the infrastructure. It's not just about what we have on the ground in regards to the bike lanes. It's also about the education and the encouragement component that you just talked about. So I'm just going to flip it back to Ian really quickly, because are you guys doing a bike um, auction or something? Or There is a bike auction happening at uh, the police station here. Uh, Sergeant Andy Evans is actually the, uh, heading that whole thing. It's on, uh, May 27. Starts at 9.30 and uh, goes to 11. And that's a perfect, um, example of the community encouraging cycling, mm -hmm. active transportation and yeah, bike auction, good opportunity. So what'd you say that was May 27 at 9am? Uh, 9.30. 9.30 a.m. at the police station here yes. in town? Okay, yeah, cool. I, I know from other auctions and other communities, you can get a pretty nice bike for some really reasonable prices. There's a, a, a few bikes that haven't been uh, picked up by their previous owner and um, it's an opportunity to get uh, a bike first time or uh, an experienced nice bike. So. Cool. So, so that certainly falls into some of the encouragement. What's Absolutely. another, like, could you give us a couple of other examples in regards to the pro programming, like the encouragement side of it? What else could that look like? 
Um, it could look like, uh, you know, a day here at the Plex where we are um, orchestrating some kind of fun bike activities. It could be uh, doing a campaign where we're encouraging people to cycle, you know, maybe between Port Elgin and Southampton um, and having some type of marker or something that they're picking up along the way or encouraging them to cycle to businesses. So maybe creating some type of um, partnership with some local businesses to encourage them, you know, if people arrive via bicycle is there an incentive or mm -hmm. some type of promotion that we could work together? So there's lots of opportunities. Yeah, that's cool. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the event on May the 10th? I know there's two parts of it, right? The first part's kind of an invite only, like the stakeholders. Yeah, right? yeah. So there's there's two parts coming up on May 10th. Um, the first part is a full day session, which will be primarily municipal staff um, and our community stakeholders, including uh, the police. And then the evening session is really where we want to encourage the community and those, you know, with a strong, with an interest in cycling, whether it's recreational, uh, just cycling with your family, whether you're a commuter, whether you're a road cyclist, whatever your level of uh, interest in cycling is, it doesn't matter because all the input is valuable. But that's really when we want them to come out. So we're doing an evening session from uh, starting at 6 p.m. on May 10th. Um, and it's going to be led by Justin Jones, who's the manager of the Bicycle Friendly Community Program. Um, and he's going to be here to kind of lead us through an interactive workshop. Um, some of the work that is done during the day, the full day session will be um, outlined in the evening session and it'll give the community an opportunity to build on what we talked about and learned during the full day session um, that evening and really provide their input and really contribute to the plan. So it is very much about uh, community collaboration and development. and. You do have to register for it. It's not a drop-in. It does start right at 6 p.m. So That's good to know. I would encourage anyone that is interested in participating to uh, visit our website, um, SoggyInshores.ca, where we have the event listed, or they can check us out on Facebook at Parks Rec SS, where we have it listed as event as well. Cool. And we can put all these links directly on the podcast Perfect. so that people can click right in. So Justin Jones, he's okay. coming up on uh, May 9th, so the day before. Um, he'll be up here in the afternoon um, and actually is going to do an infrastructure tour and cycle our community. Cool. Um, with a, He has three different uh, people that he's going to actually go out on bikes with and tour around different areas. Uh, and explore the community so he can look for opportunities to improve, opportunities where things are going really well, and opportunities where we can uh, create some new connections. That's cool. And then that does really give us that, um, the outsider, well, expert. I think it would boil down to ride often, but ride safe. I mean, can I add something? Sure. I forgot, I, I forgot something. Yeah. yeah. Um, just to make uh, everybody aware that if you're riding your bike, and I've already kind of explained that you're technically a vehicle, if you break a HTA, um, or a bylaw. So what? slow down. We're not cops. What's sorry. HTA? A highway traffic act. Okay, sorry. So Continue. If, if you're breaking the rules of the road or bylaws, um, and you are caught or stopped by police, you actually have to identify yourself. If you don't have a driver's license on you or a health card, whatever it be, um, be truthful uh, and uh, basically say your first name, last name, and date of birth. Um, because if we don't believe you, then there might be an issue. But we don't have to get into that because I don't think anybody would be... I mean, it's just... We're, yep. You know what? Be polite and you might uh, might be able just to uh, kind of ride on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want to do. Uh, ultimately, um, I, I know all uh, police officers, obviously, and uh, we just don't want anybody injured. That's, do you guys have police officers on bikes? Uh, we do have two bikes. It's just uh, the opportunity to get out is uh, yeah. uh, the issue sometimes. Right. So yeah, I'm sure you guys the, are busy. On a bad day and stuff. So, 
Uh, I just want to uh, throw out on the same day the bike auction is, which again I said uh, it starts at 9:30. Um, viewing and then the auction itself starts at 10. There's also Jumpstart at Canadian Tire in town. Uh, just, I'm sure everybody that listens knows where the uh, Canadian Tire is in Port Augen. Um, Jumpstart starts at 11 and it goes till 2. We actually have a bike rodeo uh, going on there where there's going to be uh, you know giveaways and prizes and of course um, you're able to maybe test yourself out and see if you're, you're experienced and, and good and you know the the rules of the road uh and that's for all ages that's cool so and if, if and i should go because i don't have a bell so if you don't have a bell exactly. you can make a point to go <laughs> and, and get your bell check it out that's cool that's Canadian awesome. tire actually is setting up someone to check over bikes so if you go to the bike auction and it needs a little bit of checking over or fixing, go there and awesome. hopefully they can direct you in the, the right way. So Lisa, then I'm that's probably really exciting news for you because I'm assuming that, is, that yeah. helps us out with our application to be bike friendly. Definitely. That is something I'm sure that Justin will love to hear about when he uh, arrives. Um, and just to clarify the day, I think it's May 27th. May 27th. We'll get the right Regardless. day. Regardless. We'll get the right day and include it. <laughs> Close enough. That's so we get awesome. everyone there. But yeah, no, that is a, that's a, a perfect piece of education and encouragement, and uh, it's a great day for the community because uh, that program does so much to support um, kids in our community that uh, maybe need a little bit of assistance getting into programs. So I would encourage everyone to get out to that as well. That's great. Thanks so much, guys. Is there anything else that either of you guys wanted to add to the conversation? I think we we covered a lot, and what we can do. Um, is link certainly will link your your content right to the podcast, uh, your social media handles as well, contact information if people have questions. And then Lisa, I know you said May tenth, the evening is the public input session, and that is registration required. It is yes. So we will make sure that we can connect there as well. Jay, did you have anything you want to add? You're just inspired. You want to go for a bike ride? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, the rain is holding off. Maybe it's a good time to go. Well, I think we should bring our bikes in one day. One day, one day. We'll, we'll, we'll do a riding podcast. A riding. I like it. <laughs> Perfect. Right. Great. Thanks, guys. Bye.